Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, Mm-hmm. You know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- I a bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle Recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knutson crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and my... <laughs> um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about. But I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no rollback waistband. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, Me Undies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash roses. That's meundies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies. 
comfort from the outside in. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and it's Monday, which means this is a digging deeper. And the clips we have for you today, Dark Seeker has painstakingly gone through a bunch of different podcasts from within the nation and from within the nation adjacent, and we're going to break them down for you. And we've got one very special one at the end of this. Let me just tell you what we got today. All right. Pace Case has heard none of these clips. I've heard them all. Some of them I've heard in real time as they were embedded in entire pieces of media that I watched all of or listened to all of. But we're going to start with Love to See It. That is, of course, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray's podcast. You're like, I've made clues corners of 15 (laughs) out of the 20 of these clips. (laughs) I have made a clues corner out of one of these clips at the very end. But we're going to start off with Love to See It. Uh, That's, of course, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray, friends of the program, friends of Gore. Their show, they had a guest named Allison Williams. You might have heard of her. Oh, yes. And she's talking about some very interesting things, uh, namely our podcasts. But we'll get to that. We also have clips from Not Skinny, Not Fat with guest Caitlin Bristow. These clips are absolutely incredible. Uh, A lot of tea is spilled, actually, about Caitlin Bristow's season and how the producers treated her. You're going to love to hear this. Or maybe you'll hate to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on how you feel about the producers. Then we've got some clips from The Vial Files with guest Ariana Maddox. Um, a lot of tea in this too. The Great One is doing some real expert fence play. Both of The Great Ones are in, in each of their podcast appearances. So that'll be fun. Then we have uh, one clip from Bachelor Happy Hour where Becca Kufrin's discussing the return of uh, Courtney Robertson, who at this point you should all know we are producing a podcast with her called Off Contract. You can get that wherever you get your podcast. Her first episode is out now in which she has an insane conversation with one of the greatest players of all time, Ashley Iaconetti. More things to come. It's such a good podcast. You have to listen to it right now. Turn this off. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe listen to this, then listen to that, or listen to that, then listen to this. But we're going to wrap up today's Digging Deeper with a very special clip. Now, if you're On our Patreon, you know that sometimes I do these things called Clues Corners, where it's just, it's a video of me reacting and talking about um, podcasts. I did a bunch of the first three episodes of Dark Lord Harrison's podcast, and I just did one uh, where I'm watching this video of Madison Pruitt and Grant Trout when they appeared on this podcast called Hey, It's the Luscos, which is a Christian podcast about marriages and relationships. And so I watched that whole thing. Uh Uh-huh. Not surprising. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and I recorded myself as you're keeping a keen eye on the, the rise oh, of her God. ministry. You have no idea, <laughs> but uh, if you watched that and you were like, "I wonder what Pace Case would think of this thing," you're gonna get to hear that at the end of this. I feel like I've heard like kind of what a lot of these are about, yeah. but they're all so unbelievable mm. in their own ways that I don't know how I'm going to react to hearing the actual clip. Well, the the famous ones that were kind of going around that people were really trading on the internet in the forums were clips of them talking about how Satan tries to tear them apart or tries to tempt them in the beginning <laughs> before they're married. But then after they're married, Satan tries to tear them apart. And they started talking about <laughs> Satan and sex. How is Satan trying to tear them apart? Trizzy was saying that 
before they were married, the lust that they had in their hearts for one another was a temptation. And that was Satan trying to get them basically to have sex before marriage. But then once you're married, Satan... the horniness is is Satan. Satan. Yeah. But then once you're married, the horniness goes away. And that's Satan trying to tear you apart. He, he changes his tactic. But we're not going to talk about any of that. What? Yes. The clip we're going to play is even crazier, if you can believe that. So Satan is horniness and then a dry spell. I didn't learn any of this, so it's good for me to know. Good information. <laughs> okay. You're changing your own personal philosophies. That's fine. Um, but that's going to be our final clip. We're going to get to this thing that they're talking about, which is none of that, by the way. Again, the thing they're talking about is, in my opinion, even more insane. But we will get to that. This is, of course, Digging Deeper. All right. So for anybody who's sort of digging deeper, you know how this works. We're going to play these clips. We're going to pause after we play them, and we're going to have a little brief conversation about them. If we're still alive. If we're still alive. That's correct. Well, this first clip is, uh, I will say it is astounding at a level to me that almost made me deceased. Almost. But I am still here to report on it. Clues coroner. <laughs> you could call it. Okay, sure. <laughs> Clues will need a coroner after this. Um, this is the Love to See It podcast with friends of Gore, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. They host it, of course. They do fantastic work. They have an amazing sub stack where they're writing all kinds of stuff about reality TV and The Bachelor. And in this very special episode... Very smart. Very smart. Yes, of course. Um, and with them is another very smart guest from January 31st. It is Allison Williams. You may know her from Girls, where I first became aware of her. I don't know if that was her first acting thing that she ever did, but she was fantastic in That it. was the first thing that I saw her in, and she is absolutely iconic in that role. Yes, and she is now iconic in a movie that I believe is still in movie theaters called Megan, which I highly encourage everyone to go see. It was so far it's my favorite movie of the last, I don't know, 4 or 5 years. It's really astounding. Oh, is it scary? I would say no. I mean, it's a comedy. It's in the horror genre. It looks scary. But it's not scary. It's it is really funny and she's fantastic in it. I did not like Annabelle. It's not that. It's not creepy. The premise of this is Allison Williams is a toy designer who makes this AI robot to like play with kids and the robot goes haywire and starts killing people. But it's like done in a very tongue-in-cheek way. It's super funny. Highly recommend. Anyway, let's begin this. Let's play this clip here. So in this first clip, uh Everybody on Love to See It, including Allison Williams, is discussing the stupidity of America's Fimperos, and Allison Williams reveals she's in the pit. Here we go. Yes. I would be so happy if I never had to hear the phrase America's Rose ever again. Me too. This this actually made me annoyed. I think that the show saw it as this cute little gimmick that they could use to maybe kind of I don't believe in the vote because of the timing. It was very suspicious. They were like, you have one and a half minutes to vote on Twitter. And we counted everything and it's in an envelope now. I'm like, okay, they wanted to give Brianna the the rose. That's fine. But it actually set her up for this very predictable insecurity, which is Zach doesn't want me here. He didn't pick me. Well, he didn't pick me. For starters, he didn't pick any of them until last week. So they were all picked for him. Like Brianna. But I also, and yes. since I heard the the people from Game of Roses on your podcast, I've been listening to them. So I am sort of like, and they have 
they have gotten intel that their book, How to Win the Bachelor, has been on the set. They've been removed oh, from yes. people's possession. So uh, here's what I'm thinking. I think Brianna saw this as an opportunity of having the rose and trying to appeal to him to be like, I have America's rose, but I I want to have your your approval is what matters to me. Fuck America. I want your rose. And it just got a little bit, she went a little too far and then got herself into the place where she was like complaining with the other women about it and using it to create a ton of insecurity that then kind of became real and swallowed her whole. Yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, this is the ghost of Pace Case <laughs> reporting live. <laughs> I did not, I was not prepared for this. Yeah. I know you said it was something about like Allison Williams might be in the pit. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just assumed this meant intense bachelor fandom. I did not know it meant on the front lines of the sauce wars, <laughs> on the front lines of book watch yeah. 2023, you know, fighting the good fight with us yes. down here in the trenches. Um, thank you, Allison, for spreading the good word. We need, we need the, more people to hear this. And thank you to Claire and Emma for, yes. Uh, really blowing my mind with this. It was interview. very mind blowing. I'd also like to thank them for pointing out the fact that America's Fimp uh, is a producer given rose. There was no vote. Yes. This is completely manufactured and it shines a light on something that they didn't get too in depth on here. This idea that producers set players up before the season to play certain roles. They will try to manufacture rivalries they, but through things like this, giving you a target on your back with America's Fimp, making you show up in a dress that is covered in roses. Um, you know, they will mix and match limo exits to try and get people to be pissed at another player. They will uh, make you wear the same dress as someone else sometimes. The, the producers tell you what to wear. And then you show up in the mansion and oh shit four other people are wearing this dress that is not by chance the producers try to do mm-hmm. all of this stuff before the season really starts so that night one you walk in and you already feel like shit in some type of way about some type of thing or you're mad at somebody because you believe they've stolen your dress or your limo exit or your rose or whatever this is what they do every season mm-hmm. and it in my opinion it's very transparent at this point, especially with what they did to Brianna. America's Fimp is fake. The dress is fake. It's all producers setting it up. This is how much trust the producers have lost with the fourth audience. We have some of the most intellectual voices in the nation are now election deniers. <laughs> America's Fimp election was rigged, says Claire Fallon. America's- Don't believe in the vote. <laughs> America's pimp election never even took place. This is like some fucking Putin shit. If you really want to boil it down, she won the election by a landslide. Ninety nine percent of the Twitter vote came in for Brianna, America's pimp winner. <laughs> like, it's so good. I I just love it. I mean, we're election deniers as well. I don't believe it. I don't believe it was a true and fair election. It clearly wasn't. There's no way it could have been. It's absurd. It's absurd. They chose her from the beginning. Now, for what reason, I don't know. Because 
it could have been that they really are positioning her as like a, a deep contender who's going to go a mm-hmm. long way in the game. And that's why they were giving her the Fimpros to kind of identify her as like one to watch. This is a front runner. Or it could have been that they were setting her up for rivalries. They were trying to make other right. players mad at her for getting this early attention. I don't know what their uh, true intent was, but either way, they've positioned her as a central figure, whether that's going to be into a villain, into a victim, into a, mm-hmm. a front runner, you know. She was in most of most of the ITMs of the episode. She probably yeah. got one of the highest counts on that. I've been thinking about the Brianna Mandrell rivalry a lot this mm-hmm. week and like what what the intention was behind it and who when I first saw the episode, I didn't really realize, but they are setting up Brianna. Like yes. sh- by playing that flashback footage, the show was siding with Mandrell. I agree. I don't see it any other way. I don't think you can watch that footage and believe that Mandrell was truly malicious in it. It was clear that she was joking. She might have been a little mm-hmm. drunk. It seemed like to me. I don't know. Maybe not, but seemed like that. Um, I agree with you. I think they're setting up Brianna to be essentially a false obstacle for Mandrell in her, her path to Bachelorettedom to wear the crown. It also, by the way, made me... <laughs> I was been thinking about book watch a lot too. Of course. <laughs> and I was like, of, of course. And I was like, okay, we had two people who were basically ghosted from the show, Kimberly and at Victoria. What if they were the ones caught reading the book or what if it was the true battle between Mandrell and Brianna was about the book, but they couldn't show it. So they made it seem like it was about this bar conversation. I mean, that's real conspiracy town. You're out on the fringes of conspiracy town. Now the suburbs of conspiracy town, starting your own community. Okay, just checking in, <laughs> just checking in, just checking in on what level yeah. we're at. All right. Let, let's move on to our second clip here. I hate you, JK. <laughs> okay. The next clip is from the same podcast. Love to see it with again, guest Allison Williams. And in this next clip, she once again references a podcast you might have heard of. Here we go. Anastasia is like, yeah, he's told me like I'm so gorgeous and so impressive and he's never been more attracted to anyone and like <laughs> I'm incredible and it's so crazy like how incredible he thinks I am. <laughs> like, I like, this like turn, radical turn honesty. Down one notch. <laughs> again, to use Game of Roses lingo, this is so for the wrong reasons to talk. You should be so in love with oh no is my internet being weird you should be so in love with the bachelor that you can't conceive of anyone else and you don't want anyone else to know about like christina plays it perfectly as we see later in my biggest lol moment of the whole episode by oh not telling God. them about that part of the date <laughs> but like you're supposed to be demure about your and you're supposed to not be able to hear people talk about their kissing of him because it makes you too jealous i don't know what players read the book but i think allison williams read the book She's every piece of advice she's giving here is absolutely textbook correct. This is exactly what you do. Textbook, student of the game. Unbelievable. <laughs> I might be more excited about this than like Tyler Cameron. Oh, I definitely am. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like outside of the bachelor world. Yes, exactly. It's somebody who is watching it like we are, who understands it like we do. We're not players. We're spectators, but we can see the structure of the game, and clearly Allison Williams can as well. And I feel like Allison Williams should go into the game, or she should be the bachelorette. Does she have a partner? I don't know, but I mean, that would obviously be the biggest season in the history of the show if they could pull off something like that. Yeah. We will see if that will ever come to fruition, but... Yeah, I mean... Look, she's she's using the 4TWR lingo. 
she's describing basically how you should have your love levels and how you should be focusing on your first audience game. And she literally says Mandrell plays it perfectly. Yes, I know. And I was like, this is not how people generally talk about The Bachelor. Not unless you're in the pit. (laughs) So welcome, Allison Williams, to The Pit. We are proud, humbled, and honored to have you down here in the darkest depths with us. Now let's move on, if we may, to our next series of clips. After that stunning opening, this unbelievable step into a new world where Allison Williams is now in the pit with us, we are going to go to another podcast that is Bachelor adjacent, not skinny, not fat, with host Amanda Hirsch. The guest on her January 31st episode was none other than Caitlin Bristow. And in this first clip, Bristow is going to discuss how the great one recently insulted her on his podcast before his book launch, (laughs) which leads to yet another mention of Game of Roses and the TikTok that Dark Seeker made about that incident. What? Let's take a listen. Here we go. I know this is true glorification. Here we go. Yeah, it's crazy because so what happened? He did a podcast not too long ago where he was kind of dragging me for stringing him along on The Bachelorette. And I was like, wait, that was five years ago. Wait, this is after you did podcasts together, though. Oh, yeah. This was like actually quite recent, like a couple, few months ago. And he was like kind of calling me selfish and saying I strung him along. Said your name or was like talking? Oh, yeah, yeah. Same okay. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. That That's weird. I didn't expect him to kind of go off on me like that. I thought we were friends. But Did okay. people send it to you? How do you know? Oh, that's yeah. Like, oh, it's people send it to you. Yes. And then I can't remember. What's the name of the account? Like Game of Roses podcast yeah. tagged me in something. And they're like, Caitlin, he like he went off on this for like a solid 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's kind of mean. And so then somebody else posted and they're like, Nick, you did the same thing on your season. You knew it was Vanessa from wait, he day was, one. Whoa, wait, he was dragging you as a bachelor. I mean, he better than anyone knows it's a TV show and like the shit right. that you have to do. That's why it was very confusing. And they were like, he's still butthurt. And they were like, by the way, your girlfriend was 15 while she was watching <laughs> your, this happen. And I was like, wait, what? And then I looked up the age and I, and I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Men's egos, let me tell you, are so big. So big. That they can't live life. Like he literally, probably even though he was cool with you, you guys like kind of made up. Yeah. It's still there for him. It's still there. That and you that's, rejected I mean, him. Sean Booth. Also ego. Also ego. <laughs> I literally punched my microphone when I heard the 15 years old thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean. The Sticky Deeper is. Yeah, it, it, it's off to a, a massive start. We've got Allison Williams and now Caitlin Bristow mentioning us. Thank you to everyone uh, who has mentioned us on these various podcasts. I, I don't know how much further it goes. I don't know how much higher the ceiling is in terms of the glorification of everything, but we're going to attempt to get there wherever it is. And thank you, Dark Seeker. Amanda Hirsch is so funny. I've only listened to her basically through our Digging Deepers, but I really enjoy her. Yeah, her podcast is great. But here you have it. This is Caitlin Bristow talking about not only Game of Roses, of course, but about this weird thing that Nick Vial did where he's still... Now, now look, we we actually talked about this. I I believe we had it in a Digging Mm -hmm. Deeper when he was saying this uh, this shit about her season. Yeah, you got to promote your book. Yes, that's what I think it is. (laughs) I mean, you know, they're, they're insinuating here that he still isn't over what happened 
X amount of years ago on that season. I don't know if that's accurate. I think he's just trying to stir shit up so people will talk about him before his book launch. I think both things can be true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think both things can be true too, but I don't think it's necessarily about his, you know, kind of emotional damage from being dumped by Caitlin. I think it's more for him about the fact that they're, at least on our podcast, mentioned in the same breath as being dual goats. She has won Dancing with the Stars. She has an, a successful podcast. I think he sees... He knows that she's the true goat. Well, I think he at least feels competition with her in terms of like coming mm -hmm. from the same era, literally the same era. He was on her season of Bachelorette. And now they're both kind of doing similar things. They have media empires yeah. going that are centered around podcasts and they're they see each other in the top charts. They're like, oh, my ex in the charts and, and maintaining relevance in the nation. So I think he's, you know, maybe perceives a little bit of a threat coming there. And that's my my take on it. I don't actually know what's true. Maybe he is still emotionally damaged from uh, losing out to Sean Booth back in that season. You know, as KB says, also ego. Shading Vial and Booth in the same sentence. Well, I mean, Booth, if you recall back on Caitlin Bristow's season, his ego was so damaged by Nick Vial's extraordinary play that he couldn't even say the man's name toward the end of the season. He simply referred to him as the other guy. That's, in my opinion, that's one of the strongest plays ever. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, strongest plays on Vial's part. To get somebody to not even be able to utter your name, they hate you so much. Fantastic work, Vial. Oh, no. I think it's also good work on Sean Booth's part. It's like, I'm so emotionally invested. I'm so for TRR that like I'm pretending I'm in a monogamous relationship. See, I don't know. I think it made Booth look weak that he couldn't even say Nick Vial or Nick. They would never say last hmm. names back then. At any rate, let's move on to our next clip. Now, we're, we're done with all the mentions of gore. Now we're moving into the second clip from this same episode of Not Skinny, Not Fat with guest Kaylin Bristow from January 31st. And in this clip, you are not going to fucking believe the tea Caitlin Bristow spills about producer manipulation. This is, you know, we, we say all the time Caitlin Bristow is a fence player. This is definitely on the tea side of the sauce wars right here. I had never heard this. I was astounded by what she reveals next. Here we go. If you'd like to hear that clip, and I think you probably would, because I'll just give you a little sneak peek. Caitlin Bristow talks about how on her season of The Bachelorette, there was a producer that would wait for her to make out with Nick Vial and then come over and wipe the saliva off her lips and taste it. So you're going to want to hear that clip probably. And then if you want to hear our reaction to it, you get that too. If you want all that, you just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. You join us in the bottom of the pit. You're going to get access to the rest of this episode. You're going to get access to all of our Digging Deepers. You're going to get access to our YouTube live shows that we do half an hour before the airing of our beloved game, uh, East Coast time anyway. We do it at 4.30 p.m. PST. Uh, every week on Mondays, you're going to get access to that. You're going to get access to our Discord where you can submit your screams that we play on our Twibbon. And you can engage with everybody else who's down here in the bottom of the pit with us talking about Bachelor constantly, talking about Pokemon Go, talking about UFOs, talking about all kinds of weird shit. And you're going to get access to something I've been doing recently called Clues Corner, which is me doing video reactions to listening to, at this point, the first three episodes of Dark Lord Harrison's podcast. And now I just did one that's a little over an hour long of me reacting to Madison Pruitt and Trizzy Trout 
doing this podcast with another Christian married couple talking about their relationship. It's the one where the clips uh, have emerged about them talking about Satan trying to split them up, et cetera, et cetera. So if you want to access all that, once again, just go to patreon.com slash game of roses and join us in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in and dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit, you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit, there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit, you can get it in and dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit, you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits it's the pit there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in it's the pit have you ever experienced a dry itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised well Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 